What a delightful turn of phrase Irish poet and playwright Oscar Wilde had. His wit and playfulness with words is there for all to see and admire in the verbiage dense and ideal husband, which centres around blackmail and political corruption in high society. And doesn't this sterling 11-strong cast do it justice? They have loads of fun with it, as do we, a most appreciative audience that hangs on each morsel as if it were a tasty tidbit. There are twists and turns in plot aplenty in the second act, before all comes together just before curtain call. It's at a dinner party at the home of a prominent member of the House of Commons, Sir Robert Chilton, played by Simon Gleeson, and his wife, Lady Gertrude, Zinzi Akenyo, that twice-married Mrs Laura Cheveley, Christy Whelan-Brown, strikes. Having returned to London after several years in Vienna, Mrs Cheveley, who went to school with Lady Chilton and detested her, bails up Sir Robert and threatens to expose him for the corrupt way he obtained his wealth and forged his career. Unless he supports a fraudulent scheme to build a canal in Argentina, which he hitherto has denounced, Mrs Cheveley promises to drop a bombshell. Indeed, Mrs Cheveley's former lover induced Chilton to sell him a cabinet secret, which enabled her lover to buy shares in a company three days before the British government announced its purchase of that company. Mrs Cheveley has incontrovertible proof by way of a letter to attest to Chilton's crime. Shaken to his core and afraid of losing his one true love, namely his wife, Sir Robert turns to his best friend, Lord Arthur Goring, Brent Hill, for support. Lord Goring is a man derided by his own father, the Earl of Caversham, played by William McInnes. Several complications arise in the second act as the Earl of Caversham implores his 34-year-old son to settle down and marry while Sir Robert's world threatens to implode. Unbeknown to the Earl, Lord Goring, who used to be engaged to Mrs Cheveley, has caught the eye of Sir Robert's sister, Miss Mabel Chilton, Michelle Lim Davidson, only to that point the pair has merely toyed with one another. Also featuring is Gina Riley as the effusive Lady Markby. I was particularly taken by Brent Hill, who revelled and excelled in his role as the devoted friend, caught in the crossfire from all sides, while Christy Whelan Brown made the persona of femme fatale her own. William McInnes was suitably pompous as the Earl, full of bombast, and Simon Gleeson layered his performance as the man whose future is at stake. Josh Price, too, makes an indelible impression as Lord Goring's butler, Phipps, one of three personas he takes on. The costuming is exquisite. Beautiful gowns and resplendent suiting, complete with waistcoats, setting a debonair tone for the evening. Period furniture is changed to reflect different scenes in various residences and rooms. Dale Ferguson is set and costume designer. An Ideal Husband proved extremely popular from the moment it first hit the stage in 1895, and now Dean Bryant directs a first-class rendition of one of Wilde's greatest works, which is a pleasure to witness. With a running time of 2 hours 40 minutes, including a 20-minute interval, it's playing at the State Theatre Art Centre Melbourne until the 18th of August 2018. I saw the first 
preview performance of this production. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.